Why they do you like that, Mr. Henry? And these crackers just take and take and take like it's all legs. Like it's all for them. Take your missus, take your child, take your work, take your home. <laughs> when they gonna stop taking from you, Mr. Henry? That's right, they won't. They stop with your pinky. No telling where they gonna end. I only got one bullet left. You don't need no bullets. Couldn't protect your missus or your boy child that day. But you sure can protect your family now. So go out there. Go out there with your bare hands. And show them crackers what they came here to save you. A beast. Ah! A beast of the field. Ah! A beast. Ah, a beast of the field. Ah, a beast of the field. Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I am your host, Critical, and please don't forget to make me last by giving listener support to the podcast. I almost forgot that little line. So we're, we're at what, episode four, 114? 115? 115. One, are you sure? No, it should be 114. Did we do a podcast last time? Uh, I think I did. the last one I did was kicking the shit. No, no. It's a more, it's a more recent one out. It's weird, too. What are you talking? What? <laughs> I didn't appreciate being insulted because I felt insulted in that podcast. What are we talking they about? They call right me now? stupid or some some stupider. What? Some derogatory term that was used towards my name, which I don't appreciate. All right, slow down, slow down, slow down. What are we talking about right now? We're talking about the podcast on Mortal Kombat. We never did a podcast on Mortal Kombat. Exactly, but it's one out. And my name is mentioned in a derogatory manner. Well, who was somebody mentioned you in the uh, podcast? Yes, and it was a critical blue. Actually, it was critical Ooh, or some weird <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> you better stop what? smoking that damn ooh wee. That's all I'm gonna say about that. No, I never did the podcast because I I was I was watching Mortal Kombat, then I was drinking. You know what I'm saying? Like I you need to drinking. stop drinking that ooh weed then. Nah, I was drinking, and then all of a sudden I start feeling sleepy, and I just passed out. Ooh wee! <laughs> what was that? <laughs> anyway, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but you but know. I know one thing. Keep my name out your mouth. What well, have, have baby say? It. You better put some speck on my name. Some speck. You better put some speck on my name. S-P-E-K? I mean, S-P-E-C. That's what he said, right? That's what he said. But he said, he said respect. I thought he said put some spec on my name. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, that's what's up. I, like, I didn't get a chance to do uh, Mortal Kombat. I've been... Done. But it's weird. I haven't been getting hits where people were because talking about done. the Mortal Kombat, but I, I was like, I didn't get a chance to do it. You know, I was going to get ready to. Heck, we just getting uh, getting ready to do this podcast. We were supposed to... <laughs> We were supposed to do this podcast like a while ago, and I knew you were you were out. Good to have you back. 
How are you feeling? I am a-okay. I'm like the bionic woman. I come back stronger. I hear that. I hear that. So good. It's great to have you back. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know it's great to have me back. I, know I, I know it's great to have me back. All right. Anyway, we too much. So today we will be reviewing. I was so excited. I couldn't wait to watch this. I didn't realize it was a series. So I watched, I actually watched it. I thought it was a movie and I was excited to see like a real horror movie and the, and the trailers for it looked so good. I was really excited. Oh, okay. We actually were supposed to review this a while ago, but a lot of things came up, you know, a lot of schedule plans. So I held off as long as I could. I know we touched on it on uh, kicking the shit touched on it whatever i know you, you hit me up with like y'all did the, y'all did the, uh them why y'all did the them was that did i, did I do you perfectly you did not <laughs> all right them so the creator of this series you have little marvin he produced the time is now and the logline for this film, a black family moves to an all-white Los Angeles Compton neighborhood where the family is driven mad under the hood of white supremacy. And also the executive producer for them is Lena Waif. She is the- Creator of the shot. And she actually has the 20, 20-ish or is it 21-ish? That's another series that's really, really good that I, I'm excited. We had the first season. I can't wait to season two come on. And she has another series out that's really cool. I can't think of the name. I think it's, I can't think of the name of it. But she has a lot of good projects, interesting projects coming out. And I'm excited about her. Yeah, she also did Queen and Slim. She was in Ready One Player as well. But yeah, you know, and it's, it's some speculation about, you know, Lena Waithe, which I won't get into right now. So, also, the characters for this film. You have Lucky Emery, played by Deborah Oyarinde. She was in Luke Cage, Harriet, and also Girls Trip. Now, did you see any of those movies? Oh, I did see Girls Trip. That was very interesting. And also, Henry Emery, played by Ashley Thomas. He was in 24... Legacy and Top Boy. Yeah, Top Boy was on Netflix. Did you see Top Boy? I don't think so. Yeah, do a, it's like a hood movie, like a, a hood, a so, UK movie. So, so because it's a hood movie, I'm supposed to have seen it or something? That's what you're trying to say? I thought you would be excited to want to see it. I like hood movies, but I don't like UK hood movies. You never even watched the UK hood movies. Exactly, because I don't like them. That, 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 that's not a great answer. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, and they're saying that Henry Emery was somewhat based off of Henry Hestis Holmes. Well, he was born in 1924 and died in 1995. He actually moved his family to Compton and he was being harassed by a lot of his white supremacist neighbors. That was and, really back in the day they said Compton used to be all white. Right, exactly, exactly. It was used to be all white, nothing but white folks and they were against any outsiders moving into their area. Right. Definitely used to torture them to make sure that they don't, it's like their home, their little home association. Mm. You had to pass by them in order to be able to move in. And after they made it against the law, that's when they start harassing these poor African-American people who are just trying to create friendly, loving environment for their families. Yes, foundation of black America. Foundation of black yes. America. Yes, what I'm talking about. Yeah, so. And you had that situation. Also, you had Ruby Emery played by Shahadi Wright Joseph. You might have seen her in Us. And she also did the voice for The Lion's King. I want to say she played Young Nala, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't she play that horror, that movie where she was a teacher and the kids were being attacked by zombies? She had their yellow dress on. Is that not her? No, Shahadi is the little girl. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. Betty Wendell. You might have seen her. Oh, well, she's being played by Allison Pill. You might have seen her in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. She was the uh, lesbian girl that was all jacked up looking. <laughs> <laughs> then you had the American Horror Story. 
And you also have Gracie Emery, played by Melody Heard. She also played in Battle at Big Rock and Trick. And George Bell, played by Ryan Quintel. He might have seen him in True Blood and Dead Silence. Now, did you watch True Blood? did not did not watch true is that one of the shows you used to watch yeah i used to watch true but back in the day so the episodes there were 10 episodes to this season you had day one day three day four day six covenant one day seven morning day seven night day nine covenant two and day ten so just to give you a brief background description so you know what the, the series that. is about. Yeah, so this is a limited anthology series that explores terror in America. The first season, 1950 set Covenant, centers around a black family who moved from North Carolina to an all white Los Angeles neighborhood during the period known as the Great Migration. The family's idyllic home becomes ground zero where malevolent forces next door and otherworldly threaten to taunt, ravage, and destroy them. All right. So now, what did you feel about this the series? Like like the characters? Well, I, I didn't realize it was an actual series, but when it came on and I, I noticed that it was a series, I was excited because I was excited about the trailer. I was excited about all of these beautiful black faces that were going to be in it. It's the fact that it was a horror movie and I love horror movies, so I was already on 10. I was on 10. After watching the first episode, I was like, okay, all right. I'm, I'm you know, you got me. I'm hooked. Okay. Second episode, I was like, Ugh. third episode, it's not what I expected. Fourth episode, I was like, I don't want to watch this shit no more, but I've already invested too much time, so I had to watch it towards the end. So it became a hard watch for me. And I was disappointed. Disappointed. I'm not happy about this shit. I was wondering why I got that text from you talking about talking about this is terrible, but I can't stop watching it. <laughs> I, I was like, what did you talk about? Because you were way ahead of me. I don't know how you jumped ahead of me, but you did. I think I had to work or something, yeah. so I couldn't finish episode one. But you were already like halfway through it. Yeah, I was a hard watch. I was pissed. This is I just felt, and I was more not that I was pissed. I'm not saying that the actresses and the actors didn't do their job. Everybody did a great job, but I felt like the storyline was an insult to the black community and what we went through in the past during the migration period, because the, the period was, was real. A lot of the things that occurred in the beginning of the movie to the African-American family was true. These are true events that happened to us. And then to put it in its fictitious series, and make it seem like these this family was crazy when these are things that actually did occur to them i felt was very insulting hmm. okay okay i i kind of see where you're coming from i see your point of view i there were some things that actually were taken from other situations that was put placed in this film or this series nat king cole his dog was poisoned and also they burnt racial insults on in his lawn and this happened in this film as well so i'm pretty sure there are other instances or other situations that happen to black people known and also unknown that they probably placed in this yeah, series these are it was these are things that families actually went through during that time period they suffered a lot these are things that if this happened to my great auntie and my great auntie or uncles I wouldn't feel comfortable about looking at it in this fictitious series. I think that it was, you know, to think about what we're going through right now in this day and time with, with black people being killed by the police and all the systemic racism that's going on in the world. I think it was too soon. This was not the right time to put a film like this out. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, I, I like I said, I understand your point on where the it feels as if the the magic that's placed in this film or series, if I keep calling the film, the magic that's placed in this series takes away from the truth of the racism. Yep, it takes away from what they actually went through. It's kind of like, it's like an insult. These are things that they actually went through and then this, to make it seem like this family was crazy and this family was, was delusional and they were going crazy. 
as you know the the I guess it was like the inner circle on the outside people on the outside looking in the family's supposed to be delusional the family's supposed to be crazy but these are things that they actually went through right because even the the father like I I guess they try to show that he suffered PTSD PTSD there you go thank you so yeah he he suffered from that and you know that was before they moved in the house and he had this thing with pie you know mm. that he couldn't eat pie i don't know if it was something i don't I, know if it's agent orange i couldn't really understand that scene where it went to because they didn't really go into depth exactly what was it about the pie we just seen the set two, them off yeah we seen the two incidents where pie was put in front of his face and he kind of flipped out both times but we don't know the history of the pie right yeah yeah i mean they try to show that they try to compare it to where he was digging like digging the grave for the dog, I believe. And, but I didn't understand that part. And also too, the part I didn't get either was when they dug the grave for the dog and they went back in the house, like oil or blood oh, yeah. or something mm -hmm. came out of the ground. And they didn't really go back to that. Yeah, you really, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of the stuff that, a lot of the things that occurred in there, you really can't really pinpoint what's the significance of it. like. When it first came on, I was like, why this family? You know, why is it just occurring with them? Um, other than, the, well, why the mom? Why was she chose out of everything? But I think I kind of touched on that a little bit because of the fact that she was grieving. Maybe that was the way into her. Oh, yeah. It, because she was grieving. It did say that they were digging the well and the water was coming out of the well. You know, like they basically, I guess, one of the No, I think well, it was a flip for flop. You know, you help, we help you fix your wagon, you help us fix the way. Yeah, and so that's when they went and the black husband, he dug a hole or whatever and water came out. So I don't know if that kind of leads back to the family when they were digging the, the ground for the dog, that happened. And also to what you were saying earlier about Christian guys, I can't think of his name, he brought in, well, they came across a black family and then they basically were supposed to help the black family fix their wagon. So what ended up happening was the black family ended up the it was a something that the man was saying i forgot i forgot the, the guys Hiram. Hiram, yeah Hiram. Hiram epps you're right yeah so with Hiram Hiram epps like i don't know if that went back to when the, he made a deal with the devil and that deal was a wounded heart is like a door you walk through the door and break their hearts from the inside. So that's what the devil told Hiram. Oh, I think that that was the significance of it. But what he told him is to not let any black or any outsiders move in this community. This community needs to stay pure and white. That was what the deal was. You, when he said that? The, I'm talking about the little boy. who when he, The little boy said that? Yeah, the, yeah, when the little boy was talking to Hiram, he says that you need to make sure that, that this area stays pure. It stays white. Um, you have to do whatever you have to do. And then he mentioned that how to do it is that the pierce, the heart, and whatever the all well, he, Well, yeah, he said that like way after, during right. the, you know, after the situation. But to what you were saying, kind of tying everything in together with the pie, it seemed like it had a little Adam and Eve flavor to it where, you know, the devil came at Eve and, you know, and, you know, God told both of them not to eat the apple, mainly Adam, I think the devil or Satan, whatever, came to Eve and got her to eat the apple. So is it the same way where Hiram, because every every person that Hiram affected before the family was destroyed, he affected the black woman. He affected the, the mother and he went through something that they loved, somehow something that was more dear to them. I think with, with her, it was the, the loss of her son. Pour bleach and everything on yeah, her she poured bleach on the yeah, husband it's, and it's kids. She, that went to the fact that her mom that her mom taught her that everything has to be clean, everything has to be right. white. So that was how she got hurt. Now the lady who cooked the kid, the husband and wife, I don't really yeah, they know. The, yeah, because she cut his legs off because yeah. he was walking right. around. So I don't really know the significance of that story, other than the fact that she mentioned that she moved to the neighborhood, the neighborhood, and she just went crazy. Yeah. Also today, I think it might be symbolism to show that you know how society gets between black men and black women and what they do is they go through black women just like with the whole with the whole feminist movement they went through the black women with everything dealing with like the black man don't protect black women everything is kind of coming at black women and then they are able to either ignore it overcome it 
or just sabotage it. And I feel like that was could be the message in this because the dude, every time that dude came in, came to the black woman, she would sabotage her home. Well, he well he came when he came to the black woman, he was he was able to sabotage the family dynamic. Yeah, but he had to go through her first, and right. she did it. She sabotaged everything. He was able to break the family bond through the, through the yeah. woman. So I think it shows that in a relationship or in a family atmosphere, the, the the woman is the key. Right, but that, and that's what they're doing today, though. That's 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 the you're absolutely correct, and I feel like that's what they're doing today. They're they what they're doing is you know because it's a lot of it's a lot of women, especially black women that aren't really getting married in a high rate like how they used to. You know what I'm saying? And I I don't have the numbers i looked at the numbers i can't remember because i'm freestyling but you know so the thing is a lot of the stuff like the independent strong black woman you put this stuff in their heads and they feel well i don't need to get married i don't need a family i just have this career and i die i have my cats i have my dogs and i you know happily ever after you know what i'm saying but then it's a lot of like the they kind of get away from the nuclear family dynamic when it comes to black people everybody every other race can have a nuclear family except black people black people have to give in to other types of other types of suggestions. So kind of thinking about it now, I'm, you know, I'm just freestyling. It's kind of making sense where that's what's destroying the the family situation. You know what I mean? Like like how Hiram went to these black women and the black women, you know, basically destroyed it. That's kind of like all the stuff that's happened today. They they go through black women. And then like if black women are able to, it's cause there are black women out there that see through the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to put it out there like just black women are just falling forward. No, you know what I'm saying? They're black women that are seeing through the bullshit and they're overcoming it, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of them are usually, you know, probably have their own family or had their family at one point, was married or whatever. So- Well, I don't necessarily agree with that. What, um, that, that, that the women that saw through the bullshit are married? No, I don't think that it's that somebody to get into the black woman's mind and saying that is not what you want you want to be strong independent yada this yada that i don't think that. it's just that they've been hurt by black men so it's i mean but everybody gets hurt okay everybody you know, gets everybody hurt. gets hurt every person in a relationship mm -hmm. gets hurt but you don't yeah. see that with other races right everybody gets hurt but in the same token how likely is it that after that after that that woman was hurt by that black man that she seeks the psychiatrist so she seeks that medical attention to get her mentally prepared for her next relationship that's the issue is that we were not prone to go go talk to a psychiatrist to get our mind right so we prepare for our next relationship and that's the reason why that they're not able to get into a, a healthy strong relationship i mean that's fine but I, yeah, yeah I, I get that but that's still a personal thing that you have to want to go out and do you have to want to go out and see psychiatric right. and, and, and well i say well that will be the issue then the fact that psychiatric treatment is needed and is necessary and i don't know why it's shined upon higher and then the black community than it is in any other community that to me is the major issue. Well, I, I get that, but I don't want to stray too far off the subject of this Hiram going at specifically black women. Yeah, so don't 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 come at no damn black woman when you got a black woman sitting next to you, you're gonna get hit in your lip. What? Just saying. We, we, now move on. <laughs> we, move on. <laughs> so don't make me bring carpet out in this motherfucker. You you never been to carpet. I didn't break it out. But yeah, so anyway, yeah, but I did I did notice that where maybe that's a message in that because that that's what they do you know like okay. like like even even with, even even with the cadillac like it was a cadillac commercial and it was basically about just black women like basically you know it's kind of like it's separating no other race does that no other race just every other race says we're together we 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 have stuff together unless it's like a, a men's commercial like you know dealing with men you know products or whatever of course then it's going to deal with boys and men depending on whatever that product is but mostly if it's unisex type of product that anybody can use it's all about us being together but then when they have like that cadillac commercial it's like it's all about us black women like only black women are capable enough through our estrogen to drive a cadillac you know what i'm saying it's like no that doesn't make any sense but why is that being pushed out there you know what i'm saying like like that's that's a weird thing but only we do that like we don't we everybody else salutes each other as a family, we so we have to split everything up, like you know, and I think that's the message. I do really do think that that higher message is that message, and that's why 
the family unit is being broken up. You know what I'm saying? That's where I kind of got that from. And I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm freestyling right now. So, oh, anything else would you like to say about the series? Did you have a favorite? Did you have a favorite? Any any MVP moments? I think, again, all the the actors and the the young actresses did a wonderful job. I liked the little girl. I liked her charisma. I liked her spunk, the way that she was she was bright and um, she kind of saw things before it occurred. I think that she did an excellent job and I like the way that they've written her part. So yeah, I appreciate that. Her teacher part, um, she's a little girl, so they went off her being a little girl and her wanting to go to school, her wanting to learn, they kind of drifted. They used that as her portion. And if they would have kept the movie with her and the teacher, I would have appreciated it better. Yeah, yeah I guess it would have been more so of a Yeah. It would have been more story of a horror movie with the with little girl. In, what was the teacher's name? Oh, but that's what I—that's what I really appreciated. I like that. Oh, okay. And what was the well, Gracie? Was was that the the young girl's name? I Gracie? think it was Gracie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gracie Emery. Yeah, she was my MVP. I like. She was like my favorite character. She just felt like natural. You know what I yeah, mean? She like did. It, it felt like an actual. Like she wasn't acting. Yeah, you know that's it. Like she, she did a great herself. job. She yeah. absolutely did a wonderful job. She reminded me of a young Rudy. <laughs> yeah, Rudy Oswald. Yeah, 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 she did. She did. Yeah. So I, I do agree. Now, do you have any likes or dislikes? Well, likes. Let's start with the likes. Do you I have any likes? I do what I like. I like Gracie. Gracie was good. Well, that was it. Oh, I thought that was just your MVP. No, that was. She was my MVP, and I and I really liked her, and I liked her 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 version of them. I like that. It. I like the great actress, great actresses and actors, like I mentioned before. I think it was shot very well. It definitely remind me of what's the movie? What's the movie with the coffee cup? The coffee cup. Oh, uh, Get Out. Yeah, it definitely, definitely <laughs> reminds me of yeah. Get Out a lot with some of the scenes and everything. And it also remind me of the other one, you know, with the doppelgangers. Us and us. Definitely remind me of. She's shaking me every time she's trying to remember this. <laughs> you have to, I have to shake it out of you. It's there, it's like a salt shake. I got to get it out. You reminded me of um, both of those a lot. Okay. So what I did like, I did like the the horror or the horrible. I feel like that really, <laughs> that really, I mean, if I'm looking at it as horror, like that was horror. You know what I mean? For me, if you're black, like, I don't, I don't know. I have to ask somebody who's white. Well, actually I've, I've read, I've read, some quotes from other people who were white that happened to watch the series and they, they thought it was just interesting thought it was interesting very interesting you know but i, I don't think that they experienced they, they don't experience any horror right, they don't experience that no they don't experience because that. on mm-hmm. top of that even in the series there's nothing horror that they experience like you can have empathy for the black family because it's split between race anyway right, right? Mm-hmm. so you can you know have empathy because you know there's certain there's certain what's the word where you privileges. Okay. There's special privileges that white families do have, and or just white families, white people they have. Period. And so you know, it's kind of really hard to identify being in somebody's shoes who's black, who gets pulled over for no reason, who gets hassled for no reason because mm-hmm. of their race. You know, that's really you know that'll probably be a very small percentage to none. Of a white person feeling like, well, I would have to experience that, and that's what I, yeah. black people have to experience in, on the on the regular. That's, right, that's to right. be expected. When it don't happen, we're looking for it to happen because we know it's gonna happen, or it's like it's supposed to happen. Right, like it's a normal occurrence. It's supposed to. Right, so you're the only black person, so you're gonna get singled out. You're gonna get you're gonna get accused. You're gonna be the one who did it. No if ands or buts. If everything doesn't go perfect, it's your fault. It's just right. expected. Right. And and I think that was the you know and that and that may be where it's entertaining, or you know like wow that's messed up you know like or thinking about your you know friend or possible relative that might go that has to go through that. Or to them it, it was it was more like a horror movie because this everything was fictitious for the, to them. It wasn't like things that actually happened. It's it's just something that they watching on TV versus you being an african-american person you watched it that happened to leroy yesterday it happened to your uncle yesterday you remember when it happened to your cousin the other day right. it's like shit, that's too realistic for you all right and also the acting was pretty good i felt like the acting was um, pretty good the acting was great okay all right 
Oh, you, you're talking a lot of my likes. <laughs> you done turned this into a doggone Raekwon Ghostface album on my likes. Nah. And I, and I did. I love how it was shot. I, they have some great visuals. Like, just just all together. How did you feel about the visuals? I saw, that was one of my likes as well. Oh, really? Oh, I, liked okay. I liked them. They had great scenes. Great shots. Okay. Um, I think that they did a great job of portraying the story. I just thought the story was, um, was insulting. Oh, okay. And the soundtrack was amazing. Same, almost the same music as Lovecraft Country. It was, and that's what I told you too. I was like, that's the sound of Lovecraft Country. But it was, hey, black boy. What was the song? What's in the sky? Look in the sky. Think in the sky. <laughs> I'll wait for you to, I'll sky. wait for you to break it down. We in the sky, I'm ready to come down from the sky. Yeah. I'll wait. You know, what's what, you know which one I'm Something's talking about. Something's on in the sky. Yeah. Look at that, broken up in the sky. What's that up, up in the sky? What do you say to it? No, something about uh, to die. Look and look at that burn up in the sky. Look at that. No, I don't think they're looking at the bird in the sky. No, not bird, but burn or fly fire in the sky. I think they were in reference to. We um, got to figure out what they talking about before we talk about it. Right. I think it was in reference to um, like, Fuck it. <laughs> a cross being burned. I think. That's oh. What, I um, think that's what it was in reference to. What? What? What was the? All right, so so how the song go again, Nikki? Look at them flames lighting up the sky. Them niggas ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> you had a lot of fun saying that. I did, and when as soon as I heard it, I text you. The soundtrack was very similar to Lovecraft. Very, very similar to Lovecraft. They took a lot of songs. Well, they recycled a lot of songs from Lovecraft's story, and they were good songs too, though. Yeah, they were. And also the tap dance man. I, at first, I thought he had a point. I thought he was gonna get him crunk to fight back because because <laughs> Henry man, Henry Henry got Henry was just getting saved by his by the women in his family. He ain't do shit this whole series. He did absolutely nothing but kill the invisible man that's not even in the got doggone room. He saved his last bullet. So you know he, he saved the last bullet, but you know he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything significant. He got saved by his daughters. He got saved by his wife. Well, I think what that was probably significant towards is he needed his family to survive. He can't survive on his own. He needed his kids. He needed his wife. And if he didn't uh, have a mom. Me? It's like he depends on them. Well, pretty much, yeah. Same thing. But anyway, the series was fucked. All right. So anyway, we, we just didn't like but um but yeah the tap dance man i thought he had a point i thought he should go out there and, and get revenge i thought he was gonna you thought that I, he was I, gonna I, make him be, be stronger yeah like he just like how they you uh didn't realize that he put, was antagonizing him the whole time <laughs> i did i thought he was it getting was him crunk. remind me of critical blue review <laughs> yeah it was, that's what it reminded me of mr critical what he was very about? critical <laughs> he was uh antagonizing everything very critical Black slaves, 
Whites also adapted and popularized a traditional slave song called Jump Jim Crow. The character conveniently dresses in rags and wears a bed hat and torn shoes. Rice applied blackface makeup made of burnt cork to his face and hands and impersonated a very nimble and irreverently witty foundational black American field hand who sang, Come listen all you gals and boys. I'm going to sing a little song. My name is Jim Crow. Wheel about and turn about and do just so. Every time I wheel about, I jump Jim Crow. Also, the preacher, I, I, I felt like he was a good villain. Like, we get to see the origin of his mm -hmm. story. And yeah, I think he would remind me of Church of the Corn. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> what was his name? Well, Lucas? Not Lucas. It, it I forgot was, his name. Uh, Ezekiel? It was, it was Ezekiel, then it was, I give it that one. But yeah, but he was there. That was Church of the Corn. I thought that, and I thought that that storyline, that if, if they would have based the movie on that, just that portion of it, that would have been cool as well. But the fact that they brought in real life situations and traumas that went on to the black community when the mig migration period of Compton occurred was not cool. All right, so that sounds like we you wanted to get into our dislikes. So you're already ahead of it. So what else did you dislike about it? I dislike everything past episode three. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I disliked. Really? Okay. All right. Is that it? I told you I didn't like this series, and I was disappointed, and I was hurt, and I was insulted. Mm, okay. All right, so... I felt like what I disliked about it, I feel like sassiness doesn't stop white supremacy. Oh, yeah, the fact that she had the smart, the little smart combats to the white. The white lady did a great job being a racist. She, what other movies do she play in? She always seemed to play a she, racist she woman. In, she was in, um, and she do a great job at it too. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. She, she's, <laughs> she's a great racist actress. <laughs> but, but nah, but uh, yes, like I, I wasn't feeling the whole thing of like, Black women, you know, like the message of black women, you know, sassiness will stop white supremacy any day. Just be sassy. You know, just, just go up to them and yell in their face. You know what I mean? Like, no, man, that is not going to stop anything. That's just that's just as bad as going to the march and start, start twerking. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, man, no, that doesn't work. And the next thing you know, because when you're being sassy, only need to, especially let's say the race soldier, all you're going to do is, you know, put extra uh, hurt on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, just... You got you got to keep you cool. You, you know, don't don't listen to them. Being sassy is not is not a weapon. You, you know what I think we're we're kind of skipping through is is you speaking of that we're talking a lot about the black family. What about the white family? We didn't really touch much on Betty and her situation. Um, Betty was one of the um, one the, of the strongest. Vote, I mean, in zero of the of the story. Uh, so we're putting dislikes on hold. That we doing? No, I'm saying we we kind of went into dislikes and likes before we talked about the story. So we putting so we're gonna so Nikki wants to put we putting dislikes on hold. Everybody, right, I mean, you got you got some more dislikes. I got a whole list of dislikes. Okay, go ahead with your dislikes. <laughs> but I'm saying that we did not touch on Betty. We did. Oh, so we will come back. Are you gonna okay, remember we, to come back? We can come back to that. Okay, we'll come back to that. All right. So Henry was weak. He was Obama to me. Don't talk about Obama. <laughs> he was Obama. His hands was tied. And so was his neck. That's terrible. That's a terrible joke. Anyway, Earl Earl did more than Henry. Earl was uh uh what's what's her name? The racist white woman's name? Betty. Betty. Earl was Betty's husband. And you know, he was uh, in the closet gay character. You know, they say gay is the new black. You, you, you believe that? I don't. Oh, okay. Don't, don't, don't ever put that synonymous with one another because they are piggybacking off black people. Every time someone happens with a black people person, here comes here comes LGBTQ right there tagging along trying to trying to get doggone funds. That's a different story. I'll look that up. I, you know, because if, if you bring if you bring that up, then you uh you homophobic. You know, but if you look it up, you see how every time white LGBTQ people don't go through the same thing as black LGBTQ people. It's a difference. Black people, like you can't even separate black LGBTQ people from black people. White people try to tell you that's what's happening, but nah, you can't separate that. It's just black people. That's it. Black people going through shit. 
you know, no matter who you're with in privacy of your own home or, you know, who you're on a date with, who you're having sex with, and, it and, doesn't and matter. You're black. Is, is with, with, with sex, I think is, is whatever your purpose is, is your own business. Yeah, it's, right. it's your own business. But being black, you can't help. You can't change that. You can't hide that. That's that could be seen. Right? Exactly. When you're born, you walk out the door, you you black. You, they can tell you black. Exactly. You, you, that's nothing that you can keep private. Right. right. <laughs> it's there. Right. Unless you uh, dip yourself in paint like your girl and start dancing. <laughs> but but the point, yeah. So the, the point I was trying to make was I didn't like the cat in the bag. You know what I mean? I felt like that, I didn't. I didn't get that either. The cat in the bag. Now basically, they just they just put the baby, the right, baby right. in the bag, and threw it around until it died. Right. And I thought they were going to go there and shoot the the baby out the stomach. I thought they were going to go there. That's what I was hoping they were going to go there. What do you mean, shoot the baby out the stomach? Because you did the cat in the, you did the cat in the bag with putting the black baby right. in the stomach, but then when in the stomach, I mean, put the uh, the black baby uh, in the okay. sack. Yeah. But then when the white woman came out there and called Henry a nigga. You know, that's when. Oh, you thought that he should have got the revenge. I, I, I thought he was gonna shoot the baby out the stomach because right. it should. It would be equally as fucked up. It, see, it was just right. basically all fucked up things happening to black people. Black right. people got no get back in this whole series mm-hmm. at whatsoever. Every they tearing pages out of book. You know what I'm saying? Everything was insignificant. Being sassy, right. I'm gonna yell in your face. You know, like no, like that's no get back. And that would have been a get back. And I thought they were going to go there. I thought it was going to be like equal, equally fucked up. But they were like, nah, we got to protect, we got to protect people's feelings. So no, they had to make it, make it so that, you know, they say that black people are animals. So they tried to make it so that the black people are not, they don't have the animal intentions or instincts that you would expect because they say that you're an animal. So you're not acting like an animal. So I think they wanted to show just, just the difference or the diversity of that statement. Mm, okay. I, I, I see your point of view. I, I still think the other way, but I do see your point of view. I dislike the black pain and I use this entertainment. Yes, I didn't like that. That's that's why I didn't like the series. That's like where that, it lost me. And that, and that's the thing. So it's, it's never it's never any type of get back now. You know what I'm saying? And and it's sad when it's even coming from your own people. But you know, a lot of them don't have right. platforms. But you know, at the same time, so yeah, it, it would have been a great horror movie if it did not touch on. The real actual events that happened in Compton. You should have left that out of it. Make a horror movie. Make a horror movie. But, but, but this is the thing, it. though. But this is the thing, though. What happened in Compton? I need to. I'm gonna go. I wish I would have. You know, I wish we would have had this conversation earlier before doing this podcast. But like the things that happened in Compton, like like it was like a war, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm saying? It was get back. That's why a lot of black people, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Live in Compton now. Right. So that know? that could have been a story out on its own. That's right. what I mean. That's the story by itself. And then you could have went somewhere else with that horror movie. You, you didn't have to combine the two because it was uh, insensitive and it was different. I, I get that. I get your point of view on that. But also, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do it that way, you might disagree. But if you're gonna do it that way, at least have some type of get back. You know what I'm saying? There's no I get back whatsoever. It, it, it just shouldn't have been touched. Okay. Should have been shouldn't have went there. And I just said that you're gonna disagree. And I I agree with you when we may disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so. And also, as I mentioned, it, there's no equal brutality. It was just one-sided brutality. The white man, the white woman getting shot, Betty getting shot, shot by the milkman, getting shot by a boy from okay. True Blood. Hey, how can we talk about Betty? The cop out. I felt like that was a cop out. But yeah, but go ahead and elaborate more on Betty. Go ahead. Miss Betty. Now they tried to make, I guess, the her character comes off unlikable at all already. As soon as she comes on, she's unlikable. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be this perfect woman, her perfect community, her perfect house, her perfect friend, everything was just perfect. Except she couldn't have kids. That that was but nobody knew about that. Oh, okay. That's just You're her. Up front. Well, yeah, up front. Up front, what you see is she's supposed to be perfect. But then her behind the story is one, she can't have kids. They kind of touched on the fact that she might have been molested by her father. She's estranged from her father. She doesn't have a relationship with her mother. Somehow she had a sister that I didn't even know existed because you don't see her, you just see her in pictures. Right. And she came back to her family for help. And then that didn't work. So then she went outside of her family for help. Then she was kidnapped. Then she was held hostage. Then you go into the fact where you were just referring to is her trying to get away and then her being shot down. And this is supposed to be this. This is how the whole 
It's a cop out. It's exactly exactly what they did in Django. They had the white man kill the other white man. So they had this white man kill this white woman. But I think that by her dying by the hands of the white man and then the black family getting blamed for it, that kind of brought up to that's the climax of the story is everybody is trying to attack the black people because they're saying that they're responsible for the for Betty being missing. It didn't even make sense. I mean it didn't, it didn't make sense. A lot of this shit didn't make sense. It was you have to really dig dig deep to connect shit. So my thing was like even with the white dude, what's his name? I can't think of his name that that shot. That shot Betty. Yeah. The milkman. Yeah, the milkman. I think George Bell. When George Bell shot Betty, like she actually had something for him anyway. Like that, that's the thing I didn't get. It wasn't like she was just using him. She could have been using him for her own she happiness. Was. She was using but him. But I kind of felt that she actually liked him. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that she likes anybody because she didn't like herself. Mm. That was the that was the whole scenario of it. Is why everything was just what you see up front for her is because internally she was burnt she was dead inside she 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 didn't like herself she didn't like anybody else behind and outside of herself she just wanted everything to to seem as if it was perfect like you know she don't even know so, so, so that's what so is that what you got where the when she was tearing the uh wallpaper when she the, wall the wallpaper and had the, the yep. mold under it yep. so you can't under hide it, no more it was like you can't hide no more that dirt is there that, that, <laughs> that mold is within herself that mold is within herself okay and, and and slowly but surely she exposes herself yeah and and that could have been a story by itself too that could have been a story with, with betty betty in the wallpaper <laughs> <laughs> and that would have been a lot more interesting and i would have been excited or interested in watching it i just i just was when i was watching every episode i felt like i was a sellout i felt like the fuck am i watching this shit for this some bullshit let me turn on the next episode it was i already started but I wasn't happy about it. And I kept sending you text messages because I was pissed that you got me hooked on this shit. It was like a crackhead. <laughs> like, how you got me on this shit? <laughs> Crazy. Now, now the other thing I know you probably want to discuss too, that was just like for me, was the paint scene. I didn't get that. I didn't get why. With the daughter with the paint. Yeah, like who who's going to paint themselves and actually think they're going to look like a white person? I, I really didn't get that part as well too. And because what I was thinking at first is we, we already know that the daughter doesn't she's kind of ashamed of her mom we know that because she thinks her, her mom has mental issues she don't want to be like her mom at all right and so I think they kind of took it to the extreme to say that because she don't like her mom that means that she don't like black people she just want to be white and that was kind of extreme right Right, yeah, yeah, it was an extreme way of doing it because, like, I, I guess it's, it's symbolic, like, because you have uh, people in different countries, they use cake soap to make themselves... Right, make it take their, their skin lighter. Right, so right. So, so, you know, you have situations like that, so maybe that was, it was more so symbolism than actually there to make sense, because now I kind of get what you're saying, because you said earlier I made a comment saying that the guy was controlling her, something was inside of her controlling mm -hmm. her, because I was like, that doesn't make sense for her to sit up there and just put paint on her paint and then start dancing. It's right. like, you know, like... Who are you fooling? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So that's why I was thinking it made sense that she was possessed by something. So I, I, now it's starting to come back to... Uh, no, I think it, I did say that. Yeah. But I, I just felt like that was just to the extreme. Even though the daughter may not... Uh, may be ashamed of herself, ashamed of her mom, probably even ashamed of being black. I don't think that she would think that if she put paint white paint all over her body that people would think that she a white girl <laughs> that, that's just not logical right right so that so that that is it for my dislike so nikki lachey what do you give this rating do you know what i get this rating i'm gonna get this rating three black faces white faces is it black faces or white faces what did you call it well the the the, the... The girl, the daughter was doing white face. No, I'm talking about the black face. Black face. Give black. it three black faces. Okay. Bullshit. I, I give this, I'm going to give this seven and a half cat in the bags. Cat in the bags. And that's an insult too. I'm hurt that you said that. I am. Um, they should have been, I, if they would have did it right, I could have been uh, giving it a seven and a half shoot the baby out the bellies, but, but they didn't do it. <laughs> Before <laughs> I even watched the series, I already gave it a 10. I was like, oh, this is going to be up and popping. And then after the first episode, I gave it a nine. 
after every other episode that that damn rating went lower and lower and lower until i was pissed and i was ashamed i had to watch episode of simpsons oh the simpsons i can't go to sleep with that shit on my mind i had to watch something exciting something fun <laughs> i can dig that yeah that does make you it does make you feel dirty yeah you know? Yes, so that is it for Critical Blue Reviews. On is that the them. name of it? Because that's not what the fuck he said the last time when it was the when it would have my name in his mouth all fucked up. I don't know what you're talking about, uh, Nikki. You need to fix that shit. Nikki, you got Stop smoking that ooey. I think you smoke. Stop drinking that ooey. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll go back through and I'll listen to it. Go back actually, through and listen to actually, it. Actually, actually, when this is over, we'll Then afterwards, I want an apology from you and whoever else. We gotta else, go through it whoever first. Whoever else who lives in your body. I want an apology. <laughs> what does make any sense? Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. I, I, I'm not going to be as vain as to ask you for an apology <laughs> when there is no other episode because I know I didn't do Mortal Kombat. So therefore, okay, you know, I, I I just wouldn't let you do that. But hey, if you want me to apologize for something that's not there, there's no Mortal Kombat episode. Speck on my name. You just put some speck on my name. <laughs> Dude, just like to give you uh, social media before what we What you out. gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta give you kudos on that one. But now, uh, uh, so social media. It is Nikki LB1 oh. on Instagram. All right, and I am Critical Blue Reviews, Critical with the K, Critical Blue Reviews on Instagram, Critical Blue with the K on Facebook, and I am Critical Blue Reviews on Twitter. Currently, you are Critical Blue Reviews, but what were you last week? I don't know what you're talking about. We're going to go back and listen to this podcast. I think you're just wasting my time when I go back and listen to it. We're just going to be listening to the kicking the shit episode. We'll see. All right. So, all right, folks. You all enjoy. We're going to have some more stuff coming pretty soon. And thank you for being back with us, Nikki Lachey. And you're doing better. Absolutely. Be safe, everybody. All right. So let's let's listen to this episode. So what you were saying now? Hee <laughs>